We both answered him. Let's see who the people want to follow. You and me, nigga. I didn't disrespect you. I said we all need to come because we all got beasts. You ain't the only one with a problem. But I knew you've been itching to hate, nigga. I knew you've been itching to hate because niggas been telling me over the years you've been saying little slick shit. I heard little slick shit out your mouth. Suit and tie, niggas. Suit and tie, niggas. Pussy, I got credentials. You ain't got none, you dirty nigga. Ain't you the same nigga who sold drugs to go to Kimmit? Didn't your dumb ass say that on YouTube? You sold drugs to go to Kimmit? You counterproductive, degenerate motherfucker? Who gonna sell drugs to go to Kimmit, bitch? I'm right here, nigga. Come bring it. I told you, conscious niggas, I don't play with y'all like that. But I knew you had to do it, nigga. They gassed you, and now they gonna ask you, nigga. They gas you, now they gonna ask you. Umar Johnson don't bother none of you niggas. I said I challenge you in your own city Friday night, nigga, what's up? I do my lecture for two hours, and then the last hour, we handle them three questions in front of the people, nigga. I'm solo, I don't need no fucking army. I'm not no bitch like you. I don't need an army, nigga. I roll solo, motherfucker. Talking that shit. About the fucking school fundraiser. Why? Because you had a GoFundMe and your bitch ass ain't make no money? You claim you got all this love and you hardly got any fucking money? How much you made on your GoFundMe, dirty nigga? Randy Macho Man said he's savage. Minnie Mouse, nigga. You got a million names. Tattoo from Fantasy Island, nigga. I know you mad. Because every chick you deal with got to look down in your fucking face. You got to look up at every female you deal with. You gotta look up at every female you deal with, nigga. I know you hating. I'm 6'3", nigga. I'm 6'3". I look down at the queen's face. You gotta look up at your queen. You look in the mirror, you see a cracker. I look in the mirror, I see an African. I know why you hating. I know why you hating. What you say? You was on the scene before I pop? Nigga, I've been putting in work before you even knew me, nigga. I just took me a while to pop because niggas was hating and they knew once I got to the stage it'd be a rap for you niggas. And that's exactly what happened. Straight to the top over fucking night. soul brother number one of a kind welcome back to the show hashtag treacherous tuesdays starring the candy am eating big and small booty technique well-dressed immaculate social political activist the vicious abolitionist johnny Silvercloud. before we begin let's give our shout outs to the top five cities checking us out i thought that rhymed but nah i didn't it's the same word anyway <laughs> The top five cities. Number five, we have Asheville, North Carolina. And uh, number four, we have Minots. Might be saying that wrong, but Minot, Minots, North Dakota. Wow, folks in North Dakota are checking me out. That's pretty sweet. And uh, number three, we have Grovetown, Georgia. Grovetown, Georgia at number three. And at number two, at a strong number two, we have Camden, New Jersey. Camden, New Jersey, a city that is right beside um, Philly, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, you know, just right across the river. And at number one, we have Houston, Texas. Houston out of the great state of Texas, 
are checking in, are the are the biggest folks checking in on the uh, Afro Secret File Podcast Network for the last 30 days. So let me uh, take a sip of this real quick. All right. In current events, Dr. Umar Johnson got in a very colorful and ridiculous beef with another influencer named General Sarah Sutinsetti. Yeah. Anyway, uh, who made this guy a doctor? Who made this other guy a general? What army does this quote-unquote general lead? I don't know, but anyway, there's roughly 30 to 40, like 30 to 40 minute video of Umar and Seti going back and forth on top of Umar placing a phone in his face, pretending he's talking to someone and it rings while he pretends, exposing how fake he is. This is just a very sloppy situation. A lot of this made me reflect on myself. There are two things that keep repeating in my mind. One from my original Snowtap friend, Elijah Hamilton, and another from his sister, who's a part of the Afro Sable Fowl family, Sable Manaba. Sable, I guess just realizing something, pointed out the fact that I'm the only regular guy she knows who is fierce in this modern civil rights fight. I comically pointed out that I'm a guy who knows good with weapons and know how to make homemade bombs and stuff. Like, are you sure I'm the normal guy? She, uh, she laughed a bit, we all laughed a bit. She further went further to point out that in the civil rights era, every black male who shows up is either gay, transgender, or deep into the no-tap side of town. She pointed out that I'm the only cis-hetero black man she knows in this fight who loves black women, who would never betray black women or bash black women. I never thought about it, but when she said that, I took a look Back to my memory of being in all these functions and protests, at all these meetings and vigils, and sure as day, I was the only cisgender, heterosexual black man there, who was not on the deep end, constantly subtracting from black women, facilitating false progress. Right then and there, I realized that the vicious abolitionist, normal as it may be, normal as I may be, I'm a rare breed. Elijah Hamilton made me think when I uh, when I asked him how come he doesn't check in, in on the podcast on the regular, you know, Afro Sapio file. After all, we're friends and we support each other's progress. We uh, bank off each other a whole lot. He pointed out that Dr. Umar and Tariq Nasheed, folks he listens to on the regular, are more witty and their delivery is more fun to follow and it keeps his intention better. What I realized out of that was technically, all of these guys are entertainers first. And conscious whatever's second. I'll say again, they are entertainers first, conscious whatever's second. For those who have now have not known, my backdrop is military. I'm ex-military guy, so technically I'm a soldier first, conscious whatever second. I'm a soldier first and last. I realized just then that I'm not going. I'm not going to exactly be entertaining so to speak I'm more of a facts mission first no nonsense type of guy sure I have my cheesy moments I may make you laugh but yeah I'm not an entertainer looking within and then looking back outward I have to point out that Dr. Umar Johnson General Seti and Tariq Nasheed are entertainers all of these guys are entertainers their primary audience are black men at the expense of black women. Their primary audience is black men 
at the expense of black women. While they don't exactly Tanuki suited up and explicitly attack black women like Tony Sotomayor, diminishing black women in the eyes and ears of black men, and to another extent, the totality of America, is what they this is what they do on a consistent basis nonetheless. I will have to say that I am not okay with that. I'm not I'm not okay with any so-called quote and unquote black leader diminishing black women. I'm also not okay with, the, with anathematizing the black gay community. You know, they're still black. All three of the black conscious entertainment characters I mentioned seem to suffer from delusions of grandeur. Dr. Umar seems to really believe that he's the quote unquote prince of black consciousness or prince of pan-Africanism or something. I saw Tariq Nasheed deny an audio clip of himself and accuse um, an afro sapiophile podcast member, Rachel Rivera, of being a black man-hating feminist, something that she is far removed from ever being. I saw Tariq explicitly mislead his fans, and yes, I'll call his, these guys followers fans in the same manner I call Trump supporters fans, because that's precisely what they are. It's like wrestling. It's like professional wrestling out there. It's all entertainment. They know this. And uh, this General Seti guy, this is the first time, honestly, this is the first time I ever heard of him. General Seti? I'm still trying to find out how he attained the rank of general. Did he come from the same military school as Captain Crunch or something? Another trait I really don't like about these types is that they don't like to be fact-checked or questioned. They prefer sheep-like followership versus actually developing leadership in others. A leader has followers, true. A great leader, however, develops followers into better leaders. Hey, just something to think about. In the military, your subordinates are a reflection of you as a leader, and this concept proves true throughout life, from professional careers to even parenting. So, if your subordinates are a reflection of your great leadership, then who the hell are their subordinates? Where are these quality subordinates to these black leaders claiming to be doctors and generals? Another thing to think about. One of the more painful realizations is the fact that these black conscious entertainment media types have largely hijacked the total identity of what it means to be Afrocentric. The residual image of the Afrocentrist is one that depicts that's depicted as sometimes wearing a daishiki black man who frequently parrots grossly over-exaggerated conspiracy theories, engages in false sciences, such as thinking black women didn't have periods until white colonialism, false anthropologies, and even false etymology of words. They normally accuse black women of everything wrong in the black community as well. This ignorance is quickly metastasized all throughout the black community, spreading like gangrene. I despise the fact that the term hotep has been hijacked by these types to the point that that is now a derogatory term. Many people confuse my defense of the concept of Hotep with the defense of the fool. I hope that this episode clear things up. I never defend the fool. Anyway, the concept of black awareness, Afrocentrism, ironically, is genuinely very black woman strong, so it's baffling to me how, how they, how these black women hating men declare themselves princes and generals of Afrocentrism as a whole. If you are an Afrocentric person, you should have 
at the very least, nothing but love for black women. And, if you, and you wouldn't be found dead diminishing, ostracizing, or demonizing black women at all. If you've been following Johnny Silvercloud, that's me, you know that I frequently speak on the total lack of collaboration in the civil rights fight. I speak great measures on how we don't share information or seek to elevate other speakers, writers, movers, and shakers in the struggle. While I do, while I do go great distances to amplify intelligent black thought, both black men and black women, my means are currently limited to the amount of followers I have. The reason why I bring this up is because men like these, Dr. Umar, uh, General Seti, they make it incredibly difficult to, facil to facilitate this level of interagency cooperation and collaboration I speak of. For example, I wouldn't share anything these types make because I fear sharing material from, from these horrendously sexist and homophobic types that their association will spill like their uh, sexist homophobic association will spill onto me. In the same manner, sharing Colin Ka uh, Kaepernick's stuff implies a strong association to everything he stands for, sharing stuff from these no-taps would imply a very strong association to everything they stand for, you know, such as sexism and uh, homophobia. And I'm not okay with that. And it's frustrating because usually these no-tip types are actually smart and there's some truth in some of the things they say. Dr. Umar Johnson, for example, was a very well-studied man. The problem is where and how he applies his, his intelligence, however. Overall, what we have to do is understand that these men are only entertainers and we need to engage them as such. These men are only entertainers and we need to engage them, see them as such. They make money off of the pain and suffering of black people on top of steering divisions within the black community. These men are nothing but hyper-intelligent clowns. What we need to do next is begin supporting and elevating sincere black men and black women who are actually trying to move and shake up the game. So with that being said, let's give a shout out to Rachel Revere. Sable Manava. Give a shout out to Sean Scott. Another shout out to uh, Fire Angelo. Shout out to Anne Shirley Nyako. Shout out to Leslie Mack. Shout out to all those black feminists who still be taking me to school. <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to the regular everyday black men who, similar to Sean Scott and myself, have a genuine love for the full spectrum of the black community. One thing that needs to be said is that leading and empowering black people is not a competition, nor should it ever become so. And if one were to lead the black community, they lead all black people. If you wanna lead the total black community, you better start fucking acting like it. That's all I gotta say about that. So it's about that time, thanks for joining us. Before you leave, if you like what you heard, click like and subscribe to us on iTunes or SoundCloud, wherever you go for your podcast. Do not let this be the last time we hear from you, you hear from us. Follow us on Facebook, AfroSapio5. If you want to be heard, you can always leave a voice message at 202-854-1996. Last but not least, be sure to check us out on AfroSapioFile.com for everything concerning intelligent black thought. This is Johnny Silvercloud. 
The Soul Brother Number One of a Kind, signing out. Peace. Okay, this is Sean calling from California. My whole take on the Umar and Seti ridiculous beast, the Umar rant, it just proves that these men are only about self. They are not about the community. Community. Those rants were very self-serving and egotistical. And not to mention, when talking about Umar and his rant with the colorism and how he defined what black should be by how you're not dark enough and it, it was a disgusting display of, of, of a pissing contest between these two and while i'm at it who crowned umar the prince of pan-africanism in order to be the prince of pan-africanism wouldn't that have to be a whole community vote and he don't get my vote i wouldn't follow that man to the mailbox but more about more so about this whole rant like I said, it was egotistical. It was a disgusting display of self. He is not about this community, and not to mention how he's a fraud and stole all, all those donations. Where's school at, Umar? Where's that school, Jermaine Shoemaker? And then after you're done telling us what happened to those donations, how about you present us with your dissertation? Because we're still waiting on that too, doctor. <laughs>